people ask me if I believe in miracles. I tell them, when I gaze on a newborn child, I am on my knees in awe. That miracle happens every second, every day, with every kind of creature and plant on earth and in the sea. Life itself is the miracle. Extraordinary events, often called miracles, pale in comparison. The sprouting of seeds is another miracle. Even dried up seeds from an ancient Egypt, thousands of years old, have sprouted. Where is the life in it, even dried up? Inside the seed is the pattern of life to become its full self. One of those duh moments occurred when I realized that bird seed is seed. And if it encounters soil and water, it will sprout. Except for dandelions, which I detest. If I see a weed growing in the crack of a sidewalk, I cheer, good for you. Life is tenacious. And when sufficient dust settles, it will take root even on top of the lava on Big Island, Hawaii. Years ago, Jill and I were walking in the Sinai wilderness a week after a flash flood had destroyed everything, even the single road through there, when I came across a patch of wild pansies blooming. Wow. Life is so normal that we don't notice the miracle. Growing up on a farm in Oklahoma, I witnessed seeds turn into cotton, tomatoes, and peanuts. My first color memory in childhood was seeing a just-bloomed, bright red, single-petaled zinnia. I thought it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. Not to oversimplify, but the realization of the dependability of seeds marked a huge step and the evolution of us human beings from hunter-gatherers. When humans could stay in one place, planting and harvesting, communities evolved. Language took root. A whole new dimension appeared that blossomed into societies and civilizations. Seeds get planted mentally, too. We were visiting my Uncle Jack and Aunt Marie in Overton, Texas, and they had electricity. At that point in pre-electrification Oklahoma, my musical experience had been guitars, fiddles, and my mother's piano. Bored with adult conversation, I ventured into my cousin's room, turned on her record player, and heard Ichio Pinza singing Some Enchanted Evening. My life was changed forever. Jesus loved the power of tiniest things like yeast to make major changes. And now we know about bacteria on our skin and in our gut, without which we couldn't live. The kingdom of God, Jesus said, is as if someone would scatter seeds on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed will sprout and grow. He does not know how. He didn't know how either, but he saw the miracle in it. Use the image of a mustard seed so tiny you can scarcely see it. But when planted, grows into a bush large enough for birds to perch on its branches. By the way, a bit exaggerated at that point. They really don't grow that big. 
Besides that, orchids are much smaller, but he didn't know that. They didn't have those in his day. But Jesus was describing the power of faith. Just a tiny bit can produce amazing results. The early church saw it in his words how insignificant beginnings of this little movement blossomed into the kingdom of God. I don't think they could have imagined how Jesus' ideas could spread from an insignificant tiny area to become a world religion. But those early followers came to see Jesus' burial as God's planting the seed which sprouted into life in the resurrection of Christ. One obvious secret. In order for seeds to grow, you have to plant them. Last week, I found 12 packets of seeds in my garage, including this packet of zinnia seeds. Now, in mid-June, it's too late to plant, though I am curious to see if there's still life in them after all these years. Please, don't keep your own seeds packed away to plant some future day. They're too easily forgotten on your intend-to-do list. Good intentions mislaid, which means no possibility of flowers or vegetables or whatever your seed contained. Another thing to remember, each kind of seed is different. Who would want a garden with just one kind of flower? A neighbor back east always planted her flowers to match the colorful living room curtains. And it was glorious. Same with vegetables. Who would just plant zucchinis? So it is with faith. Let's continue to grow a garden of diverse beliefs and understandings of faith. Inclusive of all kinds of ideas. Bound together in spirit rather than mere agreement. Whether it be churchmanship, biblical beliefs, or politics, a diverse congregation allows us to become a more vibrant community. So, don't disparage that tiny spark of faith within yourself, feeling guilty that it's not much bigger. Just realize that some seeds are actions. Whatever you have, plant it, water it, care for it. The very act is transforming. It says something about hope and about your investment in the future. For Jesus, even a cup of cold water is enough. Now, I read the letters to the editor of the Mercury News every day. But when I've written a letter to it myself, there's an investment that brings deeper levels of expectation. Plant something. Invest yourself in fertile ground beyond your need and watch yourself grow as well as the seed you planted. I think that's how the kingdom works. And it's satisfying to see your own plantings blossom and grow, each one expressing your spiritual DNA. What is one thing you've intended to do to plant? This week, start preparing the ground. Of course, you're already planting, investing yourself here in the soil of St. Luke's and in your family and community, even your vote in the fields of government where every seed counts big time. Now, on this Father's Day, please forgive me for saying 
It is immoral and damaging to the seeds, children, to separate them from the ground of their being, their parents. Damaging as well to the soul of the United States, as well as unconscionable, made even less appealing to the Bible for such un-American, inhumane actions. We must stop this. This is not who we are. So, no matter how long they've been dormant, respect your own seeds. Have faith in them. If planted, you never know when they'll sprout, how they'll grow, or how much fruit the seed will produce. But count on a harvest that will nurture others and yourself to the glory of God.